This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Spawned is sponsored by Little Passports. Keep your kids busy this summer with Little Passports, the award-winning subscription for kids. Spawned listeners can save 40% on their first month today with promo code SPAWN. That's S-P-A-W-N. Learn more at www.littlepassports.com spawn. The following podcast contains explicit language. Hello and welcome to Spawn with Kristen and Liz, a common sense and hopefully fun take on parenting and parenting culture. Or as someone said in our recent iTunes reviews, the first podcast she ever made it through all the way. Yay! (laughs) Yay! Nice job. (laughs) We'll take it. Hi, I'm Kristen Chase. I'm Liz Gumbiner and we're the founders of CoolMomPics.com. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about literal grown-up panties. Yeah, we talked about putting on your grown-up panties metaphorically and we had so many comments about that episode from our listeners but this question was a favorite and then we're gonna ask you and ourselves why is your preschooler sitting next to me at the nail salon yeah we just want to have a conversation about kids and whether they are or are not growing up too soon and finally we'll close out our show with each of our own cool picks of the week but first as always we want to hear from you guys we love hearing from you yeah if you have questions or comments or very nice things to tell us you can always email us spawned at coolmompicks.com or tweet us at coolmompicks with the hashtag spawn show or visit our facebook page yeah we love getting to chat back to our readers and listeners so the first topic today is literal (laughs) grown-up panties (laughs) and it's a question from lila lila was so nice to email us and thank you for being so comfortable to talk about your underpants i know we had a good little underwear (laughs) chat with her so she wrote to us that it was a great podcast about Grown-up panties, putting on your grown-up panties, which we talked about is one of your parenting tools. Yes. But she'd also love to hear our take on full-coverage undies for the moms among us who have, as we've mentioned, passed the hot oh, baton. Can I just stop right here and yes. say full-coverage undies is such a buzzkill. Uh, like- yeah. Well, wait. I don't want to. Look, she obviously feels comfortable in full-cover panties. And she says she wants stuff that's a little sexy, doesn't come up to the belly button, and, you know, has that same approach to buying bathing suits. She said, what woman over 30 wants a cheeky cut bathing suit bottom? Why would we do that to ourselves? I would. I yeah, would. Well, that's, I wouldn't and you would. So I want to hear your take, Kristen. So look, I used to be a full coverage-ish panty kind of girl a long time ago. Uh-huh. I mean, I wore- Like briefs, th- Yes, right? yeah. And I wore thongs for special occasions, like the one minute. Your <laughs> special you- occasion thong. Oh, for the one minute they're on before they end up on the floor. Yes, yes, Eyebrow, exactly. eyebrow. But okay. then, let me, you know what happened? Is I had four kids, Liz, and yeah. my booty shifted, as you said. No, I, yes, it say shifted. it isn't so. so. We may have non-parents <laughs> out there listening who are like, what? Now I'm never having kids. I don't want my booty to shift. My butt shifted, and therefore, I found that I could not, like Lila, who she did say she found four pairs, which is like yes. four more than I found, because all I all I, I think just, she returned like 30. Yeah, she, she kept <laughs> That's four. really bad odds. But anyway, they all kept giving 
me wedgies. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, I have a wedgie anyway. I'm going to transition to being a full-time thong wearer. I have VPL fear. What? Fear of visible panty line. (laughs) I never had a good butt. I mean, certainly not in my 30s and definitely not after kids. <laughs> well, hanky pankies. You know, I swear by them. I know. You because, turned me on to them. Because here's the thing. When you're putting on underwear, it's not about how you look in the underwear, right? It's That's about true. how you look in your clothes. <laughs> that is such a good point. We went to a conference and there was a really nice company that makes, let's call them full coverage briefs or as we've <laughs> we call them panties poo-poo. yes as we I told my boyfriend these are period <laughs> panties and he's like what are you talking about I was like you know the ones that you wear that you don't care if you get them messed up yep you save them so anyway but they're cute and they're comfortable and they're solid cotton and I thought you know I'll wear them but I can't stand the idea that I can see the line through a skirt so hanky pankies I'm telling you ladies out there yes. or men we yes. don't judge yes whoa <laughs> if you want to wear <laughs> Hello. a thong and you're scared because you think it's like the butt floss thing no. That's not what these are. They no. stay straight they along do. your derriere. Wow. And they don't <laughs> well go <said> in. <laughs> and they're like the best. So now I am a changed woman. Okay. They're so, worth the money though. Let's just say this though. They are a little on the pricier side. Yeah, I would hey, say. if you use them, awesome. But I have I've had some forever. I think they wash very well. They look great. They have the lower cut ones. Like yeah. I am an I am a convert. So yes, I'm all about the thongs, but I have to tell you this really funny story. A few years ago, my sitter comes home and she's like, "We had a little mishap this morning." <laughs> I'm like, "What?" She goes, "Well, the stroller wasn't working." And I looked down and there was something wrong with the wheel, and I tried to fix it and something was all tangled up on your wheel. It was your hanky panky underwear. <laughs> She'd been like rolling around Brooklyn with my underwear wrapped around the wheel. And I was like, no, that's not embarrassing. And she's like, oh, it was a big mess. It was all around. I had to pull and pull. And, you know, your daughter tried to help me. And we all pulled. And then finally I had to cut it off. I'm so sorry. I'm just thinking Wait, of that mental image. they were image. clean at least before they ended up on the streets of Brooklyn. I love and it. Then, and then here's the worst part. I'm like, so fine. She cut it. No big deal. She's like, and then the super came out of the building to see if he could help. <laughs> so, wait, the moral of the story here is if those thongs can survive a stroller wheel, they can take your They did not survive the booty. stroller wheel, though. They do better on your postpartum booty. <laughs> oh, God. Well, listen, I want to hear. Don't you want to hear from people? I hope people will tell us all about their panties. <laughs> we are not Should afraid to talk about that? our panties. No. I, and some people don't even like the word panties, but that's underwear. a whole I say story. underwear. I don't even say panties. So, look, email us. We want to know. We'll hear from guys too boxers or briefs ladies if you do try out the thong and you hate them or you love them we want to hear from you you can email us spawned at coolmompics.com or tweet us if you're very brave to go public <laughs> at coolmompics and use the hashtag spawned show we will be back in a second right after this this episode of Spawned is sponsored by Little Passports, the award-winning subscription for kids. And if you know anything about kids being maybe a little bored over the summer. Just a little. Do you know anything about that, Kristen? <laughs> I know absolutely nothing about <laughs> four children being bored. Then definitely check out Little Passports. Our kids have used it. Your kids have used it. Yeah, it's great. You I mean, you get a monthly package in the mail, and it highlights all sorts of really cool global destinations, some that they may have been to, some that they may now want to go to. Yep. You're going to Kenya. (laughs) And you know what? They get 
everything from a map and letters and souvenirs, stickers. My kids love that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's nice for kids to get something in the mail with their own name on it every single month. And it's fun to kind of follow this journey of imaginary pen pals and really learn about geography and the world and other cultures and how other kids live through the whole process. So Spawned listeners can save 40% on their first month today with promo code SPAWN. That's S-P-A-W-N. You can learn more at www.littlepassports.com slash spawn. So, Liz, you are a nail whiz when it comes to pedicures. I always look at your toes because you always... They look terrible today. Oh, don't look at mine either. I just got back from vacation and it's been a few weeks and they're not... They're not the but best. But tis the season for the nail salon. It and is. Getting your Summer. nails done. It's kind of one of my favorite things to it's do, It's like actually. my little indulgence. But I have to tell you, so I used to go into the nail salon and I felt a little judgy because there is this phenomenon where there are like kids galore, not just in the nail salon, <laughs> they're getting their nails done. Oh. Like two and three-year-olds. Yes. yes. When was the first wait, wait, whoa, you... whoa, whoa. Hold on. Two yeah. and three-year-olds? Yes. Like three, like little kids. How old were you when you first got like a manicure? Oh, God. Pedicure? I think I was like 27. Ah, I got it once for my junior prom. And I then think I, I, I lost my virginity <laughs> after. <laughs> I got my nails done first. So there you go, kids. That's yes. the lesson is pedicures are a gateway. gateway drug to sex. <laughs> no, that's not really true. No, no, Don't quote but, us on that. Okay, so it's kind of like the new, remember the whole big thing about kids going into the bar, right? Like parents were bringing their kids, right. you know, in baby carriers and all car seats and plopping them down on the right. bar. So, and so now they're at the nail salon. That's kind of a similar issue because people without kids don't necessarily want to be around kids in a bar or in a nail salon. It's kind of like your quiet, happy place. Right. So that's one thing. But the other thing is I just always have this discomfort with like seeing a three-year-old paying $35 to get her toes done by a recent immigrant to the United States in a nail salon. There's like just something uncomfortable about it for me. So what I used to do is I I, I understand the bonding time. Like I understand that parents want to connect with their kids and I understand that they want to give them what they didn't have. So when I felt like my daughter was old enough, and you know how, like, when your kids are three, suddenly you feel like they're old? Yes, they're like, so old. Oh, they can sit still yes. for four minutes. We can take them to the nail <laughs> Four salon. minutes, yeah. So here's what I would do. I would take my oldest daughter with me, but she didn't get her nails done. She just sat with me on the bench, and she loved it. You are a cruel, cruel mother, Liz. I know. I'm so horrible. <laughs> depriving her You brought her there, and you're like, look at all these pretty things. No. You may not have them. I no. think it's about managing expectations, it, right? I, well, so absolutely. I just said, of you're going to come and sit with me, and then I would like take a little squirt of the lotion and I would massage her hands while I sat there and she loved it. We had a great time for years and years where she just loved to I be I think you're an me. anomaly though. I mean, because even I am completely guilty of taking my girls to it's the nail not salon. Guilt, I don't think there's well, I don't wrong, feel bad about wrong it. wrong with it. I think that there's just, uh, I don't know, I think it's just worth discussing because I'm wondering if we're kind of like letting our kids grow up too fast. Like you and I didn't have our nails done professionally until we were like in our teens or 20s. And now it's like two year olds. Like, what are you going to do when you're 16. I know. That's true. What's left after you've got kids that are used to going to the salon? So let me just say a few yeah. things in my own defense. I probably And I don't want to got... make you feel defensive. Oh, like... no, no. Okay. I, please. Mm-hmm. My thing is that I'm a single mom of four. Yeah. And if I am going to get my nails done, a lot of the time I have to bring somebody with me. 
Ah, uh, you need a child. I do. And unlike you, <laughs> unlike you, who you're so awesome in like just, you know, spending the time and there's not that expectation. I think also like my oldest, mm-hmm. I never did that with. But then when I started taking my oldest, my younger ones were like, oh, you took Quinlan to get her nails done. Ah, so, so it's a whole other issue. When you it have lots is. Of kids. It's like they see someone else. It's like I right. think of it like the like the candy and lollipop phenomenon. Like my oldest, I don't think people with like older kids are giving them like tons and tons of candy, right? It's like right. you get a lollipop, it's a special thing. But then what happens is you've got a four-year-old and now you've got a two-year-old and then me, now you got a one-year-old and they're seeing the four-year-old have a piece of candy and all of a sudden you've got a one-year-old with a lollipop. Yeah, it's like it's like the younger kids skipping Elmo and going right to like exactly. you know, teen exactly. crazy movie 4012 or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Yes, that one. I don't even know. Like, I don't even watch them. But I think, you know, Hunger so for Games. me. Hunger Games. There it is. <laughs> well, for me, it's it's a, a lot about that time. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, to be fair, I'm not so keen on, I don't understand why they have to get their feet scrubbed. Like, what are your children doing that they have so many calluses on oh, their gosh. feet? You know what I mean? Like, they don't get the full pedicure. We go in and they just get their nails painted. Uh-huh. Because also... Like, my third reason is I am just really terrible at painting nails. I would totally do it at home. I know. We've had spa days at home, and they're like, Mom, this is horrible. I'm like, come on. I'll paint your nails. They're like, it's all over our feet, Mom. <laughs> like, I'm not good at it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like I painted their toenails and fingernails with my eyes closed. Like, it's just not it's just not a good thing. So, I mean, that's that's the reasoning why I do it. I understand. But that. I know you have really strong feelings about it. Well, but- well, I did have strong feelings, and then something changed me. And, you know, we've kind of talked about about this a lot. I think this is kind of a theme with us about not judging a parent based on a single moment. Yes. Well, because there's often a backstory that you don't know. So for example, you could be sitting there with your kid and I don't know that it's your first time out alone with your youngest kid in ages. So I went to the nail salon once with my daughter and there was this woman and she was with her three-year-old daughter and she just had that like about to cry look in her eyes you know what I mean like when you see a mom with that and we just kind of were like casual chatting and she's like are you getting your nails done together too you and your daughter and I said oh she just sits with me while I get it done it wasn't judgy it was just right right, what I said and she's like oh this is our first time she just turned three I thought it would be nice and and then she goes it's just tomorrow and she got really upset and she's like, I'm going back to work for the first time since oh. having her. She just turned three and my first day of work, like I want to cry thinking about yeah. it, is tomorrow. And as like a working mom myself who worked out of the home for a long time, right? I know that feeling. And she just really wanted to have that special experience with her kids. And I realized, you know, sometimes it's not about doing it for your kids. Sometimes you're doing it for yourself. And I think, you know what? That's good. And it really changed my perspective. I feel a lot less judgy about it now. You know, I still don't want my kids wearing like bright red fingernail (laughs) talons, you know, sharpened into points when they go to school. What? But but like, I I can't imagine why. I don't want to like look at parents in a moment in time and assume like, oh, that's a spoiled kid who gets a pedicure every week when she's three years old. Like, you just don't know the whole story. No, that's really true. And I think I I have learned, Kristen. You have have learned. You have learned. But also I think it comes with time and experience too, is that you understand that, you know, certain things aren't exactly what they seem. And let's be honest, (laughs) a lot of times they're just little children that often go to the nail salon and their parents pay for it and like you said what's left but there's also a bit of a health concern too like I know you have been my data geek nerd we need like a data nerd sound effect (laughs) like I need like Ted McGinley from Revenge of the Nerds going 
what's happening, nerds, or something. <laughs> Let <laughs> me push a button. every time. Because you were looking at the health concerns uh-huh. about nail polish. And, you yeah. know, and we can't even get into the whole thing about, like, the New York City Nail Salon Expose. Oh, man. That was, That's like, terrifying. super terrifying. I know. But at, like, a very basic level, like, what did you find about actual nail polish and kids? Well, I mean, we, on Cool Mom Picks, we try to cover safer options for cosmetics for kids should your kids be playing around with cosmetics. Because there's, like, a lot of bad stuff that isn't necessarily so bad for us as adults, but kids like absorb more into their skin and their their organs right. are and still I growing. Imagine, and imagine like a one-off or you're going for like a special occasion, but if it's something you're oh, doing yeah. like every single Please. week. If you like do your kids' nails with Essie once, you're not like killing them. <laughs> you know, there's like the sanctimonies out there who are like, oh, could you put that on your kid? But, you know, if you do it a lot, then there's some really, really good brands that we've written up a lot. There's like, just off the top of my head, there's Piggy Pant. Piggy paint? Piggy paint? They're P- Piggy panties, a totally different thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I look in those songs. There's Luna Star Naturals. There's Hopscotch Kids. We'll, like, link them all on our site. Yeah, so, you know, we have a special podcast page on Cool Mom Picks. So yeah. whenever you want, you can just pop over to Cool Mom Picks. It's P-I-C-K-S dot com. And you can find all the links to everything that we've talked about. Because we know that sometimes we mention things in rapid succession. But yes. they're really great. We have we, a lot of things on our brain. And they have a safe nail polish remover, which is my big thing. It drives me crazy. Yeah. Like, Does it work that well, though? Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it basically works on, you know, I think there's a lot now of like the water-based yeah. nail polishes that obviously don't Those go on really well. Wipe off yeah, they wipe days. right off. But they work better. So the safe nail polish remover works better but on what's, the safe nail polish. I'm more concerned about is, you know, like kids are wearing makeup younger and younger. Okay, and so we of, have to talk about I that. I know. I just read something in like Glamour UK about data nerd. Blah, 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 <laughs> how kids are now starting to wear makeup at 11 instead of 14 like the average age has dropped three <laughs> my years. 11-year-old is sitting in the booth right yeah. now. Hey, yeah, not wearing mascara. Um, and so, you know, there's all sorts of issues about self-esteem and feeling good. And we're in a selfie world and everybody wants to look awesome. But my rule has always been with my kids, you know, no makeup to school. You can wear like lip balm. Maybe if it's a special occasion or a ballet recital, lip gloss. But, you know, when you start going to the environmental working group site, EWG.org. I'm afraid. I'm a little afraid. Awesome cosmetic safety database. Now, (sighs) you have to take it with a grain of salt because, you know, it's like fragrance. Ding. (laughs) Yeah, well, they do that because we did a huge roundup of sunscreens too. And there are some really great sunscreens, but they get dinged because of fragrance. Right, right. And so, you know, you have to like look at it carefully and decide which things are, you know, your own hot button ingredients. Like a lot of parents don't want phthalates in their kids. Yeah, yeah. Well, for good reason. And so if you look, even like lip balms, like those Bonnie Bell (laughs) things. Not so good. What? I know. And I was like, I would like, I think I might have eaten. Well, that's <laughs> Some the of them. thing. Is kids like, like them. eat like eat more lipstick than they? <laughs> Do you remember that makeup artist said that to me once? We were doing a we were doing this video series of unguilty pleasures, and she's like, "You're a lipstick eater, Liz." <laughs> I'm like, what, what does that mean? She's is like, that like, is that she's like, like a Myers Briggs test? Yes. yes. Some people are like the introvert, whatever. I'm like the lipstick, lipstick eater. <laughs> so yeah, kids are like always chewing off their lipsticks. So even if it's just like your gloss and you put a little bit of on kids, there are some big, big brands out there that get seriously bad scores. It's like, Ugh. yeah, I need to check that out yeah, because so, I mean, I have an 11 year old, like 11 year old today. Uh-huh. She turns 11 Happy and birthday, she's allowed to wear mascara like out and lipstick or like not lipstick really? it's gloss on a special occasion she's like nodding like yeah a yes. mascara <laughs> yeah it's hard for parents i think to to maintain a level of yeah 
this is a big deal, kids. You have to wait for it. Because for us, it really was a big deal because not everybody was doing it when kids were like 9, 10, and 11. And now I am surrounded by girls that are, they've got their hair dyed. And we're talking like, you know, highlights, hair dye, the works. You're talking grade school. Yeah, grade school. We're talking like cartilage piercing. We're talking wearing makeup. Like cartilage on- piercing yes, in grade school? Yes. Instagram. Aren't you supposed to wait until like your body stops I, growing? For I that? thought so. I'm old fashioned. I feel like I am too in some ways, but you know, for us, they were rights of Get passage. Get off my lawn, yeah. you kids, with your cartilage <laughs> piercing, and I'm keeping your ball. <laughs> and look, let's be honest, it's not just necessarily other parents and their kids. There are products being marketed like crazy. <gasps> like, oh my can God. we just talk about like the Dora perfume? Do you remember that? Yes. I wrote this post. Why? This is like 2009 and I wrote this post about getting a pitch for Dora the Explorer perfume for toddlers because evidently if there's one problem <laughs> three-year-olds have, they just don't smell like bergamot orange. <laughs> <laughs> And then I ask, I'm like, what's next? Like Elmo tampons, like Caillou hair extensions, (laughs) pinky dinky do feminine body spray. The comments are so funny on that post. Everybody was coming up with like cartoon character inappropriate products. I love love Mrs. Chicky who suggested Caillou suppositories. Yeah, she said that kid always seemed constipated to me. (laughs) Sorry, Caillou fans. But that's, no, that's such a nice way to to explain why Both of you Caillou fans out there in the world. (laughs) You three. Well, that does explain why he's so whiny for sure. But there was like that whole thing about like padded bras for like tweens. Oh, Abercrombie. Yeah, and they then were selling thongs? starting at size Speaking eight. of thongs. Yeah. I mean, thongs for moms, thumbs up. No thongs for my 10-year-olds. Right, right. As parents, I think especially for me with like the more children I seem to be, I, I've added to my brood. You're tired. Parents are tired. And, and parenting uh. is exhausting. And I feel like a lot of times we just don't want to put up the fight. We're it's like, easier to just it say is. yes. And it, you're just like, eh, it's just hair dye. Eh, it's just ear piercing. So do you think that a lot of parents are letting their kids do stuff because it's just easier to say yes? I think it's easier to say yes. I think also, like you mentioned before, we want to give our children what we didn't have. And I think also, and I think it's hard for people who don't have kids to have this feeling. Mm -hmm. It's that you really want your children to be happy. Yeah. So what are your rules? I think it's good to kind of say like, okay, when you're 13, you can do this. When you're 15, you can do this. It's also okay to be flexible. Like sometimes 15 seems a really long way off. My parents said to me, you couldn't get your ears pierced until you were a teenager. And by the time I was eight, I like broke them down so much that (laughs) I got over my ninth birthday. The other thing though, is to kind of weigh it with what else is going on with your kids. And I think one of the most important things for girls in terms of self-esteem and success in life is to have something they succeed in or that gives them passion or gives them confidence beyond looks, clothes, and boys. And in fact, one of the things I tell my kids when they want to do their toenails is I said, you know what? You shouldn't be worried about sitting home and waiting for your toes to dry for 20 minutes. You should be in the playground tearing up the place and like on the monkey bars and not worrying about stuff like that. So I think sometimes happiness isn't just about the the short-term immediate gratification, but like the long-term thing. I want my kids playing and not worrying about their nails. Well, and I think you nailed it when you said, what's the overall nailed message? It. Uh, 
<laughs> I love a pun. All right. So we want to know what you guys think about kids at the nail salon. Do you have thoughts about like what age kids should get their ears pierced? Like when How did you? hair dye? Like yeah, I want to know about hair dye because there's quite a few kids in our school that have it. And I'm just curious if parents feel good about it. Basically, I'm looking for someone to convince me to let my daughter do it. <laughs> <laughs> Email us, spawned at coolmompics.com. You can tweet us at coolmompics or visit us on Facebook. And just a reminder that we will have all the links that we've talked about on the show over at coolmompics.com. You can click on podcast and you'll find it. All right, so it's time for dun dun dun, cool picks of the week, and I'm just gonna go first because yes, I'm so you've been excited. Talking about this I can't all stop. Week. I'm gonna admit it right now. Okay, that I kind of have a crush on Rob Delaney now. <gasps> he, I've been following him on Twitter from like day one. He's awesome. So he's a comedian. He's on Twitter. It's Rob Delaney. He probably NSFW. Does, <laughs> yes, it's completely not safe for work. A little over the top. Very body and. And he probably doesn't need us all to follow him because he's got like millions and millions of followers. But I had no idea. I don't know mm-hmm. how I missed this because he's promoting the heck of it on his <laughs> Twitter feed right now. Which is what Twitter is for. He's got a new show on Amazon. It's an Amazon original. It's called Catastrophe. And I oh, told you, Liz, yes, you've been telling it is about a this. dark romantic comedy. It's very racy, guys. So make sure there are no children around. And it's certainly not for the faint of heart. So if you are like a little sensitive to like nakedness and bad language... It's not for you. Go watch Veronica Mars. And what's Mars. nakedness without bad language? Right. You have, I feel like they're it's like. It's peanut butter and jelly. It is. <laughs> peanut butter and ah. jelly. But here's the thing. He is an American ad executive who lives in Boston. She oh, is. Oh, now I have to watch it. Yes. She is an Irish woman living in England. He goes over there for business. They have sex like 400,000 times in the matter of two weeks. He wow. leaves. And she gets pregnant. <gasps> and she's like 41, and she's like, oh, my God, I have to keep this baby. That's a great It teaser. is so well-written. It is so not over the top. It's, and it's called Catastrophe. It's called Catastrophe. Witty, clever. The only My only complaint is it's yeah. only six shows. Okay. It's like Luther. We need more. We need people. more. So it's totally worth getting Amazon Prime for or finding a friend who has it. Catastrophe. And if you feel like tweeting Rob Delaney... Make sure you tell him that the hashtag cool moms sent you guys over. Yeah. All right. So what's yours? Oh, okay. Well, first I want to give a shout out to the entire state of Vermont. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's kind of my macro <laughs> pick and then I have a micro pick. Okay. So, Vermont. So I went with my boyfriend and our four girls all together on this like giant road trip up to like the wilds of the Northeast <laughs> Kingdom in Vermont, almost to Canada. It is like one of my favorite places in the world. The nicest people I ever. I saw the photos. It looked gorgeous. Yeah, my Instagram gorgeous. feed. It's just, it's an incredible place. The people are so nice. It's a great, great state and plus best dairy. Like, like cabbage cheese is up there, Ben and Jerry's is up there. So, uh oh, this brings me to my pick of the week. Oh, I can't wait. Okay, so we did the Ben and Jerry's tour. So they gave us a sample of one of their new core flavors, which have like the yummy, delicious, crazy flavor dead center oh, through like I've... like a cone of flavor okay. in the middle of the pint. Okay. So you're gonna love this because we talk about cookie butter a lot. Yeah. You introduced me to cookie butter, yes. like those Biscoff cookies from yes. uh, the Hold Delta. Hold on, I'm having a moment. A cookie I know. butter moment. Mm. Okay, okay. So the. <laughs> Those awesome speculoos Dutch cookies are turned into those little airplane cookies, which are cookie butter. Well, here's what they have. It's basically cookie butter ice cream. What? Oh, no. It's called Spectacular Speculoos. I keep wanting to call it Speculum. That makes me think of the OBGYN. No, it has nothing to do with obstetric (laughs) tools and do not eat it with one. 
You use a spoon, just like any other ice cream. Spectacular Speculoos. It's a dark caramel and vanilla Ben & Jerry's ice cream with that cookie butter, Speculoos cookies, and the cookie butter core in it. And it is like, like, kill me now. I'm happy. Goodbye. It's so good. It's so good. So good. So good. So now there's going to be like 18 pints of that in my fridge. And now you'll know why, once again, I'm wearing the skirted bathing suit. <laughs> It's so worth it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. I'm going to have to try it. Let us know what you think about the cookie butter ice cream if you can find it. Can people find it? Is it coming out? Okay, so people can find it. It's kind of new core flavors. It's really good. I swear they did not pay me to say this. I just can't stop thinking about it. I see that. And I can't (laughs) stop thinking about Rob Delaney. So maybe I need cookie butter ice cream in Catastrophe. You guys, can you please? Someone needs to eat cookie butter ice cream while watching Catastrophe and email us at spawned at coolmompicks.com. I want to see a photo. (laughs) I want to see photos. You can tweet us at coolmompics. Use the hashtag spawnshow. And hey, if you do take a photo, we're also on Instagram at coolmompics. So that's it for this week's episode of Spawn with Kristen and Liz. This was fun. Yes. I love seeing you every week. I love seeing you too. And I love hearing from all the listeners. But we have to give a shout out to all our wonderful people at Panoply. Our producer is Sarah Abdurrahman. And thanks also to Laura Mayer and Andy Bowers. And hey, guys, let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your comments and feedback on Twitter. Oh, the reviews on iTunes have been making our day. Yes. So thank you for everyone who took the time to do that. Yeah, we know that time is very precious, especially if you're parents. But hey, anybody, no one has a lot of time these days. So thank you for that. And look, tweet us at CoolMomPics with the hashtag SpawnShow. Drop us an email, spawned at CoolMomPics.com. We've been getting a whole bunch of really funny emails, so we really love reading those. The bar is high, guys. Yes. And you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Thanks so much for joining us, and we look forward to joining you again next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.